Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favourite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash Irish Tech News. Hi, and we're back with another podcast. Today, I'm going to be speaking to Ronan Newman. He's from the Irish Astronomy Week, and he's going to be telling us about when it is and what to expect and and learn more about the whole week of astronomy. So first of all, Ronan, tell us, when is Irish Astronomy Week? Hi, um, Irish Astronomy Week is taking place from the 20th of March to the 26th of March. Um, this year it's the very first Irish Astronomy Week to do happen on the island of Ireland. Um, it was sort of based on a similar UK event. It's been held in the UK for a couple of years. They've had their own National Astronomy Week, and uh, I kind of thought for a long time that we could do something like this in Ireland. Uh, I suppose the difference between us and Ireland is in in England. Sorry, in England they have um, over two hundred clubs. In Ireland we've just twenty. So I kind of thought, well, maybe we could pull something off similar here in Ireland, and. Uh, so it's quite uh, a bit smaller, isn't it? <laughs> well, the, scene, the Irish scene is much, much smaller compared to the, to the UK. Um, well, we have much better skies and much darker skies here. But uh, it has turned out to be very, very difficult, even with the t- 20 clubs, because um, on top of that now, I brought in 160 libraries into it. And the libraries are very, very important. The whole idea of this, the theme of it was called... Um, the stars for everyone. So basically, we're talking everyone and everyone. I suppose, yeah. Do you can you tell us much about the dark sky parks that are around Ireland? Yeah, we have three dark sky parks in Ireland. We have Kerry, which is a dark sky reserve. Uh, here in Mayo, where I live, we have uh, Mayo Dark Sky Park, and in Northern Ireland, we have the OM, which is OMA Dark Sky Park. You now that's a much smaller park compared to the other two. Um, so they've all got their own websites, haven't they? So and you can find out um, when they're open and when's yes, the best yes. time to go, that sort yes, of thing. Yes, yes. Are they free out of oh, interest? They're, oh, they're free to walk into, yes, yes. Okay, and also, cool. The one in May almost is that I've been to lots of places in the world and I was there this time last year up in the, the Mayo Dark Sky Park with my camera and I have to say it's the, the darkest place I've ever been to in my life. I feel <laughs> so unbelievably dark now. This is the hit me own county and I'm so close to me. I, I, as I said, I've been so far so many different places and it was oh my god the sky was just fantastic and March is really the best time to see the sky because you're looking out into the away from the Milky Way away from all the dust and all, all, all the debris in, in the galaxy you're looking right out deep into the, into the universe and it's just the best time of year to be out in March uh, looking at the, at the sky and the stars I've heard that as well, actually. Um, and isn't the moon a little bit lower this time of year as well? So it doesn't sort of blind us as, as much? Well, it's actually the opposite. Because this oh, so it's too high, that, so it doesn't blind us. It's what we call, we call the ecliptic. It's too, uh-huh. high, too high this time of year, yes. Yeah, yeah. It's called the ecliptic. It's the angle of uh, the sun and the moon to the horizon. And this coming week, week that this thing happens, um, whether it starts off as a, a new moon, we can't see a new moon, but there's a lovely crescent, what we call a, a waxing crescent, which is like a very thin moon, goes up in the sky every single night, and we'll see passes by the planets Jupiter, uh, Venus, and Mars. And those are the three bright stars in the night sky at the moment. You go outside, I say, even time go outside, 
perhaps maybe an hour to sunset, there's two bright stars, really bright stars in the West. And they're not stars, they're planets. They're, Jupiter is a high one and Venus is the lower one. You know, they're spectacular. The moon is going to go past them on that week. So it will be a spectacular sight with them together in the sky, the, the planets and the moon. Uh, it's also a very good time of year for the Aurora Borealis. Which, you know, it's a great time to see it. And the, the another thing we look out for is a thing called the um, zodiac light. You can also see this like a, a glow in the sky. You'll see it in the same part of the sky that Venus, Mars and Jupiter appear. So it's a great time of year to look up. And I suppose that's why we have it in March. It was hard to get March because you've also got like, you've got you have Science Week, you've got Space Week, you have Engineers Weeks and all these other weeks, Heritage Day and all these things um, happening in, in August or in autumn. So we're, I was trying to get a week, let's say, near Easter, away from Easter, away from St. Patrick's Day away from Dark Sky Week, which actually is in, in April. So it was hard to get the right date, but we kind of found the right uh, six days to hold the event. And now the event itself, um, it was my idea, but again, I was kind of wondering at the time, how was I going to set this up? How was I going to get this going? Because I don't really have much knowledge in setting up a national event. So I had to go fund myself. So I actually go funded the idea, set up a GoFundMe page. And I've raised over 1,700 euro. That's from all the individuals. The 20 clubs around Ireland have given money towards that. And, uh, and that money now has gone towards the website, uh, a pull-up banner, and it's going towards 20,000 bookmarks, which I'm getting printed next week. Holy moly, that's a lot of bookmarks. <laughs> 20,000, yeah. And I have to go now to every single library. There's 160 libraries. And some actually there's like certain groups of libraries, of maybe 30 libraries, and they'll get like 3,000. So these go in all over the country. These are all for children. So children are, and are free posters, uh, especially in the libraries. Very important in the libraries because that's where I mean the whole idea of this astronomy week is to get people interested in astronomy from from a young age. And um, we want to, from young age because it's an aging when you go into the astronomy club like the clubs I'm in, they're an aging population. Mm. Like you see a lot of grey hairs. We want to <laughs> see a lot more young people with young ideas. And into our clubs, and a lot of these people who get into clubs eventually they go on, and they'll study astrophysics or they'll study uh, STEM uh, topic or project, or they go on and become engineers or astrophysicists or whichever. You know, it just it's a starting off, and a lot of the events are are being held in the libraries. There's like um, crafts, arts and crafts for children, six, seven, eight year olds. It's great to see it like it's such a young age. That they're being introduced to astronomy, and then there's loads of other events on, on top of like of astrophysics, um, dark sky events, um, observing. Of course, there's a huge host of events, talks all right across the country. I'd say about seventy so far, and we we'll probably have another ten or twenty. So the aim is for a hundred. It's a huge logistical, you know, as a logistical event for one person. It's it's huge, like to organise. But so yeah. Oh, it certainly is a big deal. Do you think um, the renewed interest in the space race and going back to the moon is is going to reignite the passions in the children and help them start looking yes. up at the stars? Yeah, it's, it's big stories like that, like yes, people going to the moon. And hopefully we're within the next three or four years, we will, well, so we will, but the Americans will land on the moon. And hopefully some of that will get them a bit, the big opportunity for young people to get into astronomy and get involved in astronomy and, and space flight as well, not just astronomy. 
are kind of linked together with space flight and you have astronomy, two topics. Um, yes, I suppose it would, hopefully it would be, yes. And we have our own space centre here now, don't we, here in, in um, Ireland, down Corkway. Yes, and Corkway is a black rock. But we also have one in Dunsink. We have Armagh, Armagh Planetarium. There's a lot of places around the country. Like black rock is, is, is. It's like one of the largest, isn't it? It's it's got satellites and it's got communications going to deep space from there and everything. It's, yes. it's really I've rather. Only, I've only been there once. It was oh, it completely a, rocks. A and we, ago, but, we've had them yeah. on here before on this podcast yes. before. Well, Armagh Planetarium is, is very similar to us. And this whole event is a 32 county event, so I have to include everyone. So I do. Yeah, yeah, totally. And, and Don't Sink is also, they have an escape room in Don't Sink. Is, Don't Sink is, is, is in the last couple of years, has come on a lot. Don't Sink to bring it as a space place as well to go to. It's in the middle of Dublin. It's hard to find. But when you get there, it's the most beautiful building. And you know, there's a lot of, even like in Cork, you've also got the Crawford Observatory, which is a fantastic Gothic observatory in the grounds of, of University College Cork. I've been interested. It's absolutely amazing. I can mm. even go to, even go to New, go, go to Burke Science Centre Burke Absolutely fantastic. You know, absolutely amazing charting the, the, the Levine telescope, the Century telescope that they had there. Um, it's still there actually. It's been restored on the grounds. It's, it's absolutely fantastic. So there's plenty of places to go to. Yeah, and there's plans for a planetarium to be built in the west of Ireland in the Mayo Dark Sky Park. Lots of people with plans, but they're just, they'll come eventually. It's all money, of course. Everything we've got to do is money. So, it is. so what are we going to see this March if we are looking up during Irish Astronomy Week? Um, um, and what kind of equipment do we need? Can some of it be seen with binoculars or just by eye? Or do we all have to go out and invest in um, telescopes? Yes. Well, there was a lot of talk and in, in, in a frenzy there in the media for the last couple of weeks of a comet in the sky. And this comet mm. was tiny. I mean, you needed a pair of telescopes. Even the telescopes, see, a lot of people were very, very disappointed. And this is what I don't like is this misinformation goes out to young people. Oh, you can see a comet and it's blazing. It wasn't like that. So basically on this week with the moon and the planets, it said that they're, they're naked eye. And you look at the naked eye objects and the Milky Way. And yes, a pair of binoculars is very, very handy. And it, the sky will be very, very dark. And you can just sweep the Milky Way with, with your uh, binoculars or your, your telescope or, or um, the moon, like the crescent moon to the telescope, is even with the naked eye to see it when it is a crescent phase, because you can see the dark side of the moon, which we call mm. earth shine. It's like this soft glow on the dark side of the moon. It's absolutely beautiful. Using a camera, if you have a, a camera and just take a, a short exposure, that dark sky will light up. You know, it's bright, a subtle glow. It's absolutely gorgeous. Um, as I said, like the planets, it's really for the planets that we can, and uh, I said Mars, you do need a telescope for Mars. You, you do need a telescope for Jupiter and for, for uh, Venus. That to the naked eyes are just like points of light, but they're very bright points of light and they're beautiful to look at. Mm. Uh, you would need a telescope. And we will have telescopes. There's a lot of events going on around the country. A lot of events on our website, www.irishstromyweek.e, uh, have observing events. So they will have some of the biggest telescopes trained on the moon. I mean, the moon like is 4 million years old. That surface hasn't been touched in that time. I mean, there's the footprints from the guys who walked on the moon 50 years ago are still there on the moon. Mm. It's that date, like, and those telescopes and the moon through telescopes, absolutely amazing. And I said, some of the biggest telescopes will be trained on the moon 
if we get clear skies. Mm-hmm. But most events, most events are rerun by astronomy clubs. And as I said, all these 20 astronomy clubs are run events around the country. And, you know, they'll, if it's clear, they'll have those telescopes out. Even Astronomy Ireland in Dublin will have an event in, I think it's the 22nd. I'm not too sure exactly. But all the events are on the website. Actually, not all of them. It's in progress. You know, events are coming in slowly. Uh, we've a lot in there, but there's more to come. So they're all mm. on the website. Yes. Can people subscribe to a newsletter or or anything like that to learn more about these events? Or is that is that coming? There's no newsletter such, but they can subscribe to they can go on Facebook and there's WhatsApp. Uh, course, they can yeah. click on the WhatsApp link. And if they want any information from me personally, they can get a, a direct line to me there. I can get back and straight away and answer any questions. Anybody any question on anything telescopes or astronomy or anything at all, racial astronomy. So I you could even from. advise people on the best telescopes to get? I can. Or I can put someone in contact with someone. Excellent. Uh, k in Dublin is, is a telescope company called just called k and there's another one called Horizon Astronomy. There are two companies in Ireland uh, who deal with telescopes. And the best advice, because these guys are amateur astronomers. They're, um, you know, they're astronomers themselves. They know what to teach you, and they're not there to make a quick, quick book. They'll give you the right information and for your, your pocket, what you need to buy. And as an amateur, whether you're advanced or maybe like you're amateur as to which you are, what telescope will suit you. But I would always recommend people to start off with a pair of binoculars, not a telescope. That's why I started. Uh, get your pair of binoculars, learn constellations. And then when you learn constellations, you can learn what's in the constellations, which are your galaxies and your uh, open clusters and double clusters and double stars. They're equally as impressive, but you need to get a star map. You need to understand the sky, learn the sky to do these things and I suppose the whole reason of the event is to teach people to get people out to show them these things to give them a look through telescopes let them learn about the next guy and maybe advance it to a bit further that's the whole idea hopefully of, of the event okay so remind me of the website name again it's uh, irishastronomyweek.ie that's the website yeah. okay yeah. cool yeah. well Ronan yeah. this is so refreshing to hear that somebody has not just thought of, but fundraised, set up, initiated, printed, and now <laughs> sending out to the whole country yes, yeah. single-handedly yeah. Um, a marketing yeah. campaign about Irish Astronomy Week. Yes, yeah. That's quite a feat. <laughs> it is, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not very good at taking compliments, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing my best. and I will do my best. And I've, I've started, and people say, you're mad. And I say, well, I started... So I'll finish this, you know, and I hope, mm. you know, we get, we got a good bit of money, a lot of support. You know, I just hope the money doesn't dry out. You know, or we've, uh, my GoFundMe page is still there. If anybody wants to contribute to it, it's, you'll find it just GoFundMe, Rowan and Newman. It's there like, because uh, the money has to go towards costs for sending all this material out. But it's, it's into the libraries it's where I want it to be for all these children. And there's posters, lovely posters. And the posters and the bookmarks are being designed by, the um, Dunleer Institute of Arts and Design. Uh, there was a competition run there in the, the college for the best poster and the best bookmark. And we got two fabulous, uh, a fabulous bookmark and a fabulous poster. You know, these are like professional. They're not like cheap looking posters. They're really, really good. Like, uh, they're nice too for the, for libraries and their kids and ladies. You know, I don't believe in UFOs, but for children, they're nice and they're appealing. It's something they look at and you go, oh, um, yes, all the libraries are going to a book displays. I said there's 160 libraries involved, and all those libraries around Ireland will do book displays on the week. 
Um, I've also provided on my own website, this website I've, I've created, um, I've created uh, a link for um, e-books, e-comics, and e-astrobiology comics. So towards children again, there's about 30 or 40 books there, or sorry, comics wow. for children, just for, specifically for children that they can click in and they're brought into a Dropbox section. So this could down. be a resource for, for teachers as well at yes, schools. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they're, they're fantastic. No, they're NASA comics. And I mean, I remember when they launched or they landed the um, spacecraft on Mars, the, the rover. The rover was like talking back to people in the Earth, like on Twitter. You know, I'm here, I've landed. It's There's little things about that, stories about that. And for children, like to understand, like, it's great. It really is. And people can go in there and they can download that off the page. And the libraries hopefully make use of that as well and to have their books as well. And I'm donating my books. I would ask anybody like myself who has books sitting around, astronomy books sitting around, like I have 30 of them, books, which I don't read. I mean, everyone is online now. They don't need, they don't want their books. They don't read the books. So I'm donating my books to the libraries. And I'd ask anybody else who has books sitting at home in the libraries to donate them to a library or donate them to a library. There are astronomy books um, for, you know, for children. Just to help for, the next generation. To help the next generation, yeah. Because you, you know, they're just sitting there. Just give them, give them away. Why not? So have you spoken to Nora Patton about any of this? It's hard, I must say. I, I found this one thing. It's, it's, the event is all amateur astronomers. By far, by 95% of this event is being hosted by amateur astronomers. And I have contact, contacted Nora Patton. I've contacted a lot of people like, other people in that academic area and they just don't really want to know about it. You know, maybe they're too busy in their own lives. I don't know, but they're not really. I think they can look out there on the amateurs, you know. Yeah. It's like they're on a different level to us. I don't know what it is, but I wish maybe next year there might be more about them. You know, maybe if they see this catching on, they may come aboard. I hope to do it, but I wish even now they'd give it a bit more support. But I have contacted her and she has got back to me. She asked me how it was going. Like I asked her for a good did it help? Like, but no, no. Anyways. Yeah, it's difficult. It is um, But, you know, Dunsink, I've I've gone to talks myself at Dunsink. They're pretty cool. They've got some amazing um, yes. speakers there. Yes. I've visited regularly Armour Planetarium, and they run talks yes. and events yes. and stands there yes. as well. Yes. Yes. Um, so this, there is a fabulous amount of resources, um, as you say, yeah. yes. um, to introduce young people or to, you know, spur on that already genuine interest. Yes. Um, so there's no excuse, is there? No, a lot of those, <laughs> all those things are on the website. Put them all on all the all the all the entrams, all the Alaska sites. I've even got a list of all the places you can go and stay in Ireland Ooh. for stargazing, stargazing locations, B&Bs. Um, Glamping, uh, just places that you'd never go to, and the, the websites are geared towards astronomy. And you go online, you say, Oh, that's fantastic! Like, and they're beautiful places in the Spare Mountains, you know, these glamping pods, and they're looking up towards the sky, you know, something oh. different for your family for a couple of days away. Why not? No, this this sounds excellent. You've obviously put a great deal of thought into the resources yeah. on the website. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, thank you for bringing your story to us. I'm happy to share um, the brand time. new Irish Astronomy Week. Irish Astronomy, yes. Yeah. Um. And that's coming up on the 20th to the 26th of March. Yeah. Monday to a Sunday. Yeah. And yeah. it'll be an annual thing. 
it'll be an annual thing. And there's two big, big events happening also before you go. There's two very big events happening. There's one called Cosmos, and it happens in, happening in Tullamore. That's on the Saturday, the 26th or 25th. Mm-hmm. That's a big event. And then you've got the um, Skellig Jazz Sky Festival. That happens over the whole weekend from the from Thursday until the Sunday. That's all over the Iberia Peninsula, which is in Skellig's area. All right across the potential astronomy events happening, and they've got their own website. I'm not, I, don't, I don't know the event website offhand. Was the uh, Skelly Coast Dark Sky Festival? So there's two big events happening amongst all the other tiny little events happening in little places, little little schools and um, national schools around the country. There's so much happening and so much. So just go online and you can see some event. Please go to. Well, thanks again, Ronan. Um, and if you'd like to learn more about these events, please visit the website at irishastronomyweek.ie and hopefully we'll make this event explode and this, this regular week will be, you know, ready to share to our next generation every single, every single year from now on. Thank you. Well, that's all we have time for for now. Thanks again to Ronan for popping on and we'll be back soon with another podcast. Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore tech news on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Irish Tech News on LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash Irish dash tech dash news on Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Irish Tech News dot IE and on TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at Irish Tech News.